Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. There are three ladies in the studio today, and we have planned another amazing show for you. Meet Sarah. Her mission is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders. Catherine's purpose is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their goals. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do work they love and love the work they do. We are in the season of gratitude. So at the time that we recorded this, we are a few weeks off from Thanksgiving. I think at the time you hear this in the week this episode goes live, it is Thanksgiving week. So we're going to be talking about gratitude, the practice of expressing it, but more importantly, living it, right? And I know that in our group of five, that all of us have a gratitude practice to some extent where we are, you know, journaling, um, we're taking the time at the end of the day to remind ourselves, either in writing or, you know, just taking that time to reflect on what we're grateful for. But gratitude and being grateful is more than just writing it down. It's more than just saying the words. It's about living the life in gratitude, living the life that reflects how you're grateful. And I just want to say, and I know this because I've been there. I have people in my life who are there now. Being grateful doesn't mean being happy, peppy, and positive every single moment of every single day. That's not the point. Right. That's not the point. So uh, if you're hearing this and you are thinking, I'm going to tune out because I'm not in the space for you to tell me that I need to be upbeat. That, again, is not the point. We're not here to tell you that. But the studies do show that when we are filled with gratitude, when we live from a place of gratitude, that we are more joy-filled and happier in our lives, in our work, in our relationships, and more. So this is about doing that, just tapping into that place within you where regardless of what's going on, you can take a moment in the moment to 
say, what what is going well in my life? I know whatever this is, isn't what I want, right? You, you know the stories. If you are a regular listener, you know our stories. None of us, none of us have lived a perfect life, right? A life without pain, a life without struggle, a life without heartache. None of us. And I imagine that's the case for you as well. But all of us, all five of us, still, at least from my perspective, what I see from each of the Fab Five is that we still endeavor to be grateful for what's going on in our lives, for the people in our lives, for the situations, and even the things that didn't go well, the things that aren't going well, that there is still opportunity to say, you know, this has helped me, this experience, this situation, this circumstance has helped me to grow, right? Either you win or you learn. And that's one of the things that I'm grateful for. Family, friends, health, right? And even though I am not everything in my body doesn't work the way I'd like it to, doesn't look the way I'd like it to, I'm still grateful for my body, for the things that it can do. And that's what we're talking about. Just what can you find in what's going on with you so that you can move through the difficult moments? And it, it it's interesting, and I open this up to Catherine and Sarah in just a second, but it's interesting that the way we orchestrate our episodes is that as each of us leads a different episode, we have a calendar where the topics are put in. The topics have been put in for months in advance. And then somehow, when it's time to record, what needs to happen serendipitously sort of happens. And in the last couple of weeks, I have a mastermind group that I lead. And one of the weekly challenges that the group decided that they wanted to have was journaling uh, their gratitude weekly. And in our last meeting, one of the members of the group shared that she discovered a new app. It's called Morning. Morning with an apostrophe after it. Morning. And it is an app. You can get it for free. I am get anything for bringing this up. Um, but you can get it for free. There is a, a premium version that you get some additional features and ability to color, make it your color and to save some things that you don't in the free version. But it provides prompts, which I think is really helpful because it's easy when you have a daily gratitude journaling to get sort of stuck in a rut about what you say, right? And it then becomes not fresh and it doesn't feel like you are actually feeling what you say you're grateful for. You're just saying the words. You're just saying the words. 
And so living gratefully, living your gratitude, the point I want to make is that it's more than just saying the words, right? And so that app, there are others. And I will let Catherine and Sarah talk about their routines around gratitude. And then we'll get into some other, some ways that I've thought about how I actually express and live my gratitude beyond the journaling. So I I use my morning pages journal to keep track. I'm now using the app. It's just been a couple of days, but I really love it. And I also have, I've done this in physical form with a gratitude jar. And I believe somebody on this call or on this program does that. I will let that person self-identify, but taking like notes of paper and putting it in a jar, there's an app that does this as well. So the, the benefit, of course, of the app is that you generally have your phone with you everywhere you go. I hazard to guess most people don't take their gratitude chart with them on the road. They might, but I don't. But you can put it, little notes in the app. It puts it in a jar. And when you're in those moments where you need a reminder, you just shake your phone and one of the little snippets of your gratitude pops up, right? And I'm going to hazard to guess that it's the one that you need in that moment is the one that's going to come out for you. So uh, serendipity is is all the rage and it makes magic in our lives. So whoever wants to chime in, I invite you to open your mic, go ahead and chime in and let's move this conversation forward. Yes, I love Whitney how you said that it's like thankfulness, it's a state of living. It just the whole beingness around appreciation and gratitude is a very present as just like a daily lifestyle way of being and living, like you said. I just love that. And it's a journey. As I love to say, it's a journey. It's a practice for me personally. When I'm going through challenges, like lately, it's, you know, getting Fit District off the ground and running and like going from being partially open to fully open and all kinds of beautiful challenges of startup mode and entrepreneurship, being grounded in appreciation and gratitude. And having some daily practices around that is like vital to my beingness, to my livingness, because otherwise I would get caught up and it's like perspective, you know, because my primal brain, my mind wants to go to like, it goes to like these fear spins, you know, and like, I literally will like wake me up early in the morning. My mind's already going. It's like, all the things that could be going wrong or all the things that could be happening, like happen that fears, right? And like, I truly have to step in to appreciation and gratitude, just like calm my mind and literally like visualize my future self and like abundance. If like the fear spin is around like financial stuff or whatever, like literally like, 
abundance, but I'm appreciative for what's, you know, what resources are here, what we have, what's coming, like, what is the future self, like literally getting into like visualization on appreciation of the moment and the future of what's coming, what's possible. Like if you don't have anything for the moment right now, you can always step into the future self, the future of where we're going, because sometimes that's literally the perspective because we can really just get caught up in the day-to-day challenges. So for me, that's my truth. That's my reality and my daily practice. And for me, it's like also a mindfulness around the small wins and for my appreciation for myself. And, you know, I think as women, we tend to just like keep it moving and we might not like take a moment to just appreciate ourselves and what we're doing and bringing to the table and grinding every day and loving every day and showing up with heart and passion and soul and work and grit and grind and like all the things, whatever you want to call it, right? And and we show up and many of us just don't even like appreciate some of that showing upness of ourselves. So creating a daily practice around like appreciating, you know, the, this beingness, right? That I like living in the day to day just builds this appreciation muscle. And I think it also helps us like, it's one of the keys to manifesting what we want. Also is like focusing on appreciation. Again, if even if it's just like of the future, it's like, all right, this right now, I, I can't find the right appreciation in the moment, but I'm going to appreciate what the future is going to look like, right? And I think that is also an important foundation for like just manifesting, which I think is a real thing and visualizing and appreciation is like, a big part of that. So appreciation, other people. Thank you. Sometimes it's hard. You know, if you have employees out there, if you're listening and you have employees, sometimes it is hard because you can always find things that are like going wrong in your business and, you know, stressful things that just like happen. Like all of us are dealing with like 95 things right now behind the scenes in our other lives outside of the show. And, you know, there's challenges, right? And so even in like with certain situations that can really bog us down with like, just like human personality issues on our team, right? And managing teams and interesting personalities and things like that. You know, where can we say thank you? I appreciate you. Appreciate your time what you're bringing, the value you're bringing, even if if you're frustrated, right? And not be fake about it, but, you know, find ways to appreciate. So I just wanted to drop in on that beingness around appreciation, the journey of it. If you can't access something, think of a future self, a visualization of the future of where this is going, you know, and that it really does help release for me anyway, like that, that angst and that sort of fear. So I just wanted to drop in on the beingness and the livingness and just some things I do to like incorporate that and, and really emphasize appreciation of self. It's got to start with self too. And I think sometimes it's the hardest one is, is appreciating self where we've been 
we're already amazing. We're already worthy, right? We're already whatever we want. We are already it. We are here and we're already it. So appreciate ourselves for that. You are absolutely right, Catherine. And the things that you've said that just stood out, appreciating, and I'm paraphrasing, but appreciating all that you do and how you show up for others. And we don't give ourselves enough credit for that right? We don't give ourselves enough credit for that. We've talked about, you know, the need for self-care and sometimes saying no, and those things are appropriate, but appreciating that you do what you do every day. You show up and often the one person you don't show up for is yourself right? It's showing up for everyone else. So appreciate that you do that, that you bring yourself to your family, to your friends, to the workspace. If you work for yourself, for your clients, if not for your boss and coworkers and others. And I love this concept of sort of stepping into your future self, right? Step into, in a, and appreciate that knowing that your future self comes from, and then you end it with this, your past self and every moment that has brought you to this place. Be, be grateful for that. The, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Appreciate all of that because it got you to this place right here, right now. And you are your fabulous self because you've made it to this place in this moment. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love, Catherine, that you mentioned the primal brain. I'm going to take it back a little bit. The primal brain is just that. It is in fight or flight mode on a regular basis. And some of that comes down to problem solving. And hey, what's happening in front of me right now and what's wrong and how do I fix it? So we can spend a lot of human time in this, what's the challenge in front of me and how do I fix it, which can be a negative space on, at, you know, at times. And we've proven scientifically that through gratitude, we gain endorphins. And we condition our brain to behave in a different pattern. And so it really is a process of conditioning. You know, Whitney mentioned the morning gratitude practice. That is a conditioning that you all are practicing so that when you get into the middle of your day, boop, you're reminded to go ahead and be grateful again. I want to share, I feel really, really lucky. I don't know where I got this as a child. I didn't have a gratitude practice. We had a very religious background from time to time in my childhood. And I'm, I'm going to assume that someone along the way in that arena probably shared this with me. I had a person in my life that was a very important person. They were bitter. They were angry. They were always in the negative mindset and very abusive. And somehow I knew that I needed to forgive one. But the second part of that was that I had to be grateful for the gifts I was being given from that person. I had to look around 
and note, oh, this was what it brought to my life. This also was brought to my life and this was brought and oh by the way that wouldn't have been brought by anybody else I knew in my life that was specifically brought to me in that way and that was a very beginning of understanding gratitude and in my heart and I still can't credit who told me or I don't even remember the incident of knowing but I knew if I stayed angry and I didn't forgive, and I didn't look around and find what to be grateful for from this person, that I was going to become that person. So to speak, Catherine, of exactly what you were saying, where our mind goes, our focus goes, and if I stayed in a space of regret and resentment and anger around this person, then I, want, I was going to become the person. And I did not, under no circumstances, want to become that behavior type. And so it started really young, but I didn't, you know, I didn't have a gratitude practice until maybe 10 years ago, I guess. And and really looking around and I'm a happy bubbly person, but I can definitely lean in on the negative or what's going on or, oh, did you hear that this is happening to that person? And, oh, don't we feel sorry for them? Having gratitude as part of my life has been a game changer. And it's been what has conditioned me to now look around and find opportunities in challenging situations and actually not get stuck in the negative of what might be occurring in that. Now, there's always reality and we're not talking about, you know, birds chirping, sun shining a thousand percent of the time that, you know, there's reality to difficult situations, but just the fact that I can look around in a challenging moment and say, wait, what's the message? What's the opportunity? And what can I be grateful for? That's a huge game changer because it does set the trajectory of our future. And it actually causes me in times to take action faster because I saw the opportunity quicker. It didn't have to keep happening to me over and over and over again until I paid attention. Now I'm paying attention. I'm aware of what's great in this moment, even though it might be challenging. And so I would offer that if you're feeling stuck, look around, raise your head, pay attention to what might be beautiful in that moment and what might be the opportunity for change or the opportunity for growth in that moment. Gratitude is just so much more than being thankful. We have a weekly meeting on my team and they know, they're conditioned now too, that we have five cadences of what each person is going to say and talk about in that meeting. And that's to keep us all going in the same page and understand what everybody's working on that week and really keep us cohesive team. But the first thing has to be, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? And what happens is we're having a meeting about the week, right? So they've got a list that they're getting ready to chat about. And that week might feel a little overwhelming. And it, the tone of the person changes, though. Literally, when I say, wait, don't start your conversation yet. What are you grateful for? The smile comes on the face, the voice changes, the brain, the primal brain adjusts, 
And they're able to start this conversation with gratitude and with love and happiness. And trust me, that makes our meeting a thousand times better. It might sound corny. It might sound hokey. But I see it work on a weekly basis when we add gratitude first. And it can be for anything. And you know what's fun is hearing the gratitude from each of us is a little step into their world. I get to hear what they're grateful for. Maybe they had something spectacular happen on the weekend or, you know, maybe their kids made them smile about something, you know, so we all get to share in that gratitude with them too. And I just think that there's a ripple effect and a magic that happens from it. So ever have a meeting that doesn't start with gratitude because it's just so impactful and guys, it's five seconds, five seconds of the conversation. It's, you know, sometimes they might elaborate more, but we're not talking about anything that's super complicated. And the long-term result is this conditioning that we sit in a space of being grateful on a more regular basis. I had, um, I think this came from Joseph McClendon. He said to put in your phone an alarm on a calendar that says, be grateful. So at 6 p.m., guess what pops on my phone every day? And it's such a nice reminder. And I purposely did it at 6 p.m. because you're tired from your day. You kind of gotten bogged down a little bit by just the chores of life. And that reminder to go into my evening with my husband or my family and my friends being grateful is such a good reminder. So gratitude in the morning. Put a reminder in your phone, condition your brain to operate so that you can move further faster and get those things that you desire. Make your dreams come true. Love that. And the reminder about the endorphins that come, right? And that's a big part of it, that when we celebrate our wins, when we acknowledge the things that we're grateful for, that we get this physiological feeling, right? It's not, again, it's not just the words. It's physical. The way you can feel gratitude and the way you can express it is physical. So other people can see when you're grateful, when you're smiling, right? When you say thank you to someone and you smile, if you just say the words like, thank you, and move on, you're not in alignment with what you're saying. You're disassociated from what's really happening, which means that you're not in the moment. You're just saying it to be saying it. And while that may be a way to get started, right, to move you, sometimes you've got to move from where you are. You just have to start doing the thing. And if that's what it takes for you to get into a habit and practice of expressing gratitude, then I say, do that. But at some point, you've got to feel, really feel gratitude if you're going to live gratefully. And so things like smiling, right? If if you think about, and every week that Sarah is on the program, I can't think of a week where she hasn't mentioned her husband and how fabulous her husband is and how grateful she is for him in her life. I imagine, 
And I, I have the same feeling for my husband. But I would imagine, because it's happening to me, I would imagine that when she says that, there's some little goosebumps that happen for her. There's a little flutter inside when she does that. I know Catherine has that when she talks about fit district. I can see, you guys don't see us, but I see us. And so it manifests physically for you. So if you're walking around smiling, even if just for a moment, you get goosebumps when you're sharing yourself, your gifts, your talents, right? That is an expression of gratitude. When you do that in love, that's what I'm talking about, right? Really living gratefully when you are sharing your gifts and talents, not because you have to, but because you want to, because you get to, because you're grateful that you have this to give, to share, right? To love people, that you get to love people. That's the expression. And so here are just a couple of things that I've thought about. Sharing your favorite meal. If you cook, cooking your favorite meal and sharing it with other people because you're grateful that you have a home and a beautiful kitchen to cook in, right? That's an expression of gratitude. Sharing a book, something simple. You read a book, you enjoyed it. You're grateful, you're appreciative that you can read, you're appreciative that the author wrote the book, and then you share it with someone else, the title, and say, I think you would enjoy this, whether you give them the book or just, you know, make a suggestion or a recommendation. That is an expression of gratitude. So I want you to reframe how you see this practice. Yes, it's important to journal it. It's important to keep track. I agree with you, Sarah. I don't have a sort of a end of the day, let me move into the evening. I think I'm going to adopt that practice. And I have a morning and before I go to bed, right? So that before I go to bed, I write a little bit and think about the things that I'm grateful for in the day. But I think doing it before at the end of the workday and in ushering in family time. I think that's a beautiful practice and I'm going to start doing that. I just want to share and then we'll go around for some final thoughts. Uh, But I want to share, this is a huge challenge, but it was one that I've lived recently. The grand scheme of things, not that important, but the way I chose to turn it around, I think makes a difference. So I am exploring my creative side and decided this weekend, I wanted to take some pictures. My husband happens to need a headshot. And so I have some lighting equipment that I'm grateful that I recently purchased. And um, so we set up a little studio in the house for the headshot with the lights. And I've never used the lights before, so I didn't know how to set them up and whatnot. And so he puts the backdrop up and he goes to put the backdrop in a particular, he does the backdrop in a particular way. And I change it and he sort of snapped at me about why he did it the way he did it and how it was going to impact the quality of the picture. And I was like, no, it's not. So we got into this little altercation about it. 
And then at some point I was like, it's, be grateful that he set this thing up, right? But I didn't say anything in the moment. But before we went to bed last night, I just went to him and I said, you know what? I thanked him for two things before we went to bed. And one was setting up the studio, right? Helping getting it physically set up with the lights and the backdrop and all of that. And then being a willing victim, I guess it's really like it was technically model, but I'm sure he felt like a victim because I didn't really know what I was doing. Right. I didn't know what I was doing and I was learning. And so I'm just grateful to have someone who even in the midst of the sort of the chaos, because I didn't know what I was doing, that he was there to help and make it better. And I told him that at the end of the day. So it's our opportunity, really, to live a life that is filled with all the good stuff that Catherine mentioned that that we're visualizing for the future. It's our opportunity. And just take what's happening in your world and see how you can pull out and, and Sarah said this, the gifts that come through either the people or the circumstances, they are gifts in everything. So ladies, final thoughts. I'll just jump in and say, you know, I love Tony Robbins for so many reasons. He's a mentor. I model him. I go to him for so many things. And we don't even know each other personally, but one of his teachings that resonate and I'm so grateful for and appreciative for is that our problems are the gifts we grow from. Mm -hmm. And when I learned that, it helped me shift my story, my childhood story from that of more of a victim-y story which I could send, say many reasons to make it that, that people would agree. And I learned that he said during one of his live events, you know, write your story of your life so far. And then it was like, write the story from God's perspective. And it was so powerful. It was so powerful. And I found appreciation in the story and a challenging, a challenging story, you know, Um, but I found appreciation and gratitude and it helped shift it into more just like empowering, empowering. And like, it really was like a release of like, and like a letting go of like, from like they say, you know, victim to victor, you know, just kind of like that shift of like, just like victim e whatever to empowering i'm going to use this for good and i see why this has served me in my life and where there is to grow too so it's empowering how we can shift even like our stories what's happened and there's pain and challenge in it all but there's also gifts that we grow from in it if we choose to and if not that's okay too but i'm grateful i'm appreciative to find appreciation and gratitude in the difficult times, the challenges. Mm, I love that, Catherine. Victim to victor. And, you know, Whitney, you reminded me of 
when you, of course, I can't let the episode end and not mention Jeff. For goodness sakes. And um, I wasn't, I haven't, I haven't up until this point, but here I go. You reminded me, and I got to give Tony Robbins credit for this. I, I did his relationship coaching course, and it's a beautiful course. If you have an opportunity, it, it's relationship, whether it's friendship or marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, family, um, it's just a beautiful course. But in that, I didn't realize that the conversations I was having with Jeff tended to lean towards the negative on a lot of, because we were just in the daily grind and why didn't you take the trash out? I asked you to help me with this and you didn't. Now I've gone ahead and done it. So don't worry. You know, all of that in that, I was trying to change that relationship with him. And um, what I was doing subconsciously was emasculating him almost on a daily basis, which is never what you want in your relationship. I was beyond sad when I realized that about myself and what I was doing in that relationship. But I didn't have a language about why I appreciated him for doing those things. And so what what I learned through this relationship course was that I needed to say, when he did take out the trash, honey, that made such a great difference in my day. Now, when I cook, the trash isn't overflowing. So I'm going to cook this beautiful meal for us, but you, it's really, really awesome because it makes the cooking process so much easier. Thank you. That's gratitude. Gratitude can show up in so many different ways. And the sad part was, I had to practice that with him. I had to everything look at and say, why am I grateful that he's doing that? Why am I thankful for him doing that? I was so in the grind of just go, do, say, spit it out, blurt it out, that I let all of that pass me by. And I was really ruining something that's beautiful. You guys know how much I care about him and you know how much I love him to to treat him that way was kind of how I'd been conditioned by other women in my life. I was modeling, but it's not the right way. And so gratitude can come in all forms of our relationships. So if I could ask you, like Whitney did, was she paid attention for a minute? Man, I'm grateful he's even doing this for me. Thank you. You know, that's another form of gratitude and find it in your friendships, find it in your relationships and be certain to tell people why the little things they do are important in your life. I love that. That right there is a mic drop moment. It's a, the word why, if you do nothing else in your expressions of your gratitude, whether written spoken or physi physically, right? Include the why. Include the why. That will elevate your gratitude practice from something that is just like a laundry list of things that you say, or I'm grateful that for my health and my wealth and my home and my, right? It will elevate. Why are you grateful for those things? Sarah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that reminder. And so we are at the end of this episode and we want to thank you for joining us. And if you have not already, please review and rate our show. 
and join us on Instagram and in our Facebook group. We'd love to hear how you are living gratefully in your life. So just want to share this. Coming up in my world is my new mastermind program, Elevate Your Five, based on the Jim Rohn quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you'll be in a group of five other people will help who will help you not only elevate your five, which will allow you to elevate your life. So if you want to learn more, please visit elevateyourfive.com. Elevateyourfive.com. We want to thank you again for joining us. And until next time, live so gratefully that everyone knows it. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.